1: Well, hello everyone and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tobacito and Janice Gant. Woohoo! Good morning, good morning. Or afternoon. Yeah. Or evening. evening. We usually do this in the afternoon, so it feels kind of it we're recording in the morning today. Yeah. I like it.
0: Me too. Me I, too.
1: I like starting my day with y'all.
0: Yeah, it's a good thing. Feels
1: good. Hope this other is fun. People Let's do this more like often. <laughs> get your day going. Yeah, it's like a morning show.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: we <laughs> should totally have a morning show. We could have a morning show. I mean, I really think that. I know. If somebody's listening and you have connections to a morning show, get Janice and I on that for sure. We would kick so much ass. <laughs>
0: we would. <laughs> <laughs> you would. I'm a little nicer than Tova. <laughs>
1: You totally are.
0: <laughs> I totally
2: am not.
0: I don't think there's a one of the, a listener in the world that thinks that I am nicer than you. My kids, <laughs> and they don't even listen.
1: <laughs> one time, Carter apologized uh, that he doesn't listen. He was like, "Does it hurt your feelings that I don't listen to your podcast?" I said, "No, no, it does not hurt my feelings. It might be actually weird. Yeah, you don't need sex advice right now.
0: No, no." <laughs> No, you need to keep that in the barn door. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> don't open that door. <laughs>
1: That's a good old Lubbock way yeah, to say, Yeah, Here that. we go,
0: already, right at the intro. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Maybe often... the morning is not good. <laughs> it's
2: often best if those closest to you don't listen to your shows. Yeah. If I find
1: Probably.
0: out. My whole family does. My husband.
1: Tom listens? Oh, well, yeah. Every show? Every show. <laughs> Craig listens, too. Yeah. His parents listen, too. Oh. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. I shouldn't have said that. Because <laughs> they're so sweet. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sure I scare the heck out of them sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, so Janice, we need to thank the sponsor for today's episode. It's Tess Hutchinson Merriman. How Do nice. you know who she is? I don't know her, I don't She's think. She's so fabulous. She's from Dallas, but she lives in Kansas City now. Oh. Um, and her and her husband, Ed, are just fabulous. And she has two beautiful sisters. In fact, I just did a baptism for her for Tess's baby and her sister Rachel's baby. We did it at Lakeside. It was oh, awesome. Oh, how nice. Why aren't more baptisms outside? I, I mean, don't know. At, a, at that kind of setting. It was amazing. Yeah.
0: yeah, so where down by the water? Yeah, did you dunk her in that water? No. <laughs> that's <laughs> the, a Baptist through the babies. That's in the the lake. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're gonna dunk her in there the with method- all those
1: ducks and moss. <laughs> <laughs> the method is sprinkle, we oh, sprinkled, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but it was so lovely and so oh, sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah, it was really I'm awesome. I love a
0: baptism,
1: I do too. I really do too. Okay, totally off topic, but just. It, Fun, fun thing for you and Tom to do. Uh, Carter and I, and the kids did this, but Carter showed us. He, at church the other day in their small group, they took this survey. This would be fun for you too, Kev. They took this survey that you answered all these faith questions and, and somehow... This survey calculates...
2: Calculates the best religion for you? Best. Oh, I Oh, w- I would oh. love to do that. I'd be very curious to yeah. see what that pulled up for me.
1: <laughs> one of yeah. Carter's best friends, <laughs> number one, was Quaker. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I break up with you. <laughs> yeah.
2: I wouldn't be that... I don't Why know that I'd be that excited Quaker? about Quaker, but no. I'd be open-minded, I guess.
1: it was. That's so interesting. My top three were uh, Lutheran, Episcopal, and Methodist. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, that makes sense. Yeah. For me. Mm-hmm. Uh but I, I'll send y'all the link and if anybody wants it who's listening direct message yeah. me. I don't have it right now but I'll send it to anybody. It's it was a really fun thing to do with my kids. I
0: think that's so
1: interesting. Yeah, we got the giggles.
2: I'll you do know, it before next week.
1: I grew up Baptist, then I
0: became Episcopal, then I became Methodist, then I became Presbyterian. So I've been all of those.
1: What's your favorite?
0: Well, it depends. I probably like Episcopalian the best because I love the worship part. I like kneeling and all of that. And They're not filled with a bunch of don'ts. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I really liked, I really, I think I liked that the very best. Mm
1: -hmm. I love the Episcopal Church. Yeah,
0: it's so beautiful. Their services are so beautiful. They really are.
1: It has like the tradition of Catholicism, but the open-mindedness and acceptance and inclusion of the Methodists.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: so too. It's a good, It's a good one.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Um, okay, so we thanked Tess, and we also I want to ask everybody who's listening today to just pause for one second and rate, and maybe even leave a review for our podcast on iTunes. We ha- we forget to ask that, and we have a really good rating. In fact, if you don't want to give us five stars, don't don't go <laughs> call
0: instead yeah. of rate. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just call me. Give Tova a You
2: can call. send me a message. <laughs> yeah,
1: Kevin, Kevin, what's your email? <laughs> I'll field all those. Exactly. But uh, we want to keep our rating high. We want to keep our reviews because it helps um, where we fall. I say it. Say what it does. It, like, helps our rating. Or it helps where we are. It helps,
2: it helps our ranking and placement ranking. in the iTunes... Uh, I don't know what you call it. Tree structure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> last oh, time. Yeah. We, last time they sent us an update, we were. We were the,
2: new and noteworthy at one time.
1: Yeah. We were. And we were. T- we're top. Top listed. 750 yes. of over a million podcasts.
2: Of over. Yeah. Of, podcasts. Which
1: is totally amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hope that doesn't go down since I'm on. I'm sure million. it's only going up. <laughs> it's only going to go up. People just like freak out that we're doing this together now it's so fun i've only gotten good good stuff a friend asked me the other day she
0: said my friend in the lark she said is it so much work and i was like no we go in sit down talk for an hour and then go home yeah i mean kevin has more work to do but it really (laughs) is you know it's so it's so much fun
1: it is so much fun I I just sit here
2: and push buttons and make inappropriate jokes every once in a while. Oh,
1: we love your... (laughs) They love you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We love the no filter. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, oh my
2: gosh. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, I'm not sorry. I'm so glad you do it. It just creates, I don't know, a completely different perspective that I love.
0: Yeah, it really does. Um, Happy to help.
1: So uh, today, um, we are going to talk about... Life lessons. Um, so I like the way that you worded it. How did you, how did you, you like your biggest life lessons? Yes.
0: Or? Yes. The five
1: most important life lessons. Yes. So this is in response to kind of this just got in my head after last week. I loved, I loved when you said, or two weeks ago, whatever. Was it last week? Yeah. I don't know. Last week. I think it was last week. Where you said, there are no mistakes. Yes. That was really freeing for me.
0: Oh, good. Yeah.
1: Good. Yeah. I loved that.
0: Yeah. When I learned that, I probably, someone told me that years ago, When probably when I was getting my divorce, because I had so much divorce guilt, Mm -hmm. and and I felt like, oh, is this a mistake or is it not a mistake or what's going to happen if this is a mistake and all of that? And when someone told me that, it said, well, there's no such thing as a mistake. You just, it's a learning experience. So you learn the lesson, throw away the experience, and then move on with your life, which was really freeing for me too, because Mm -hmm. I was so right, wrong, good, bad, all or nothing, black or white. So I hope that is helpful for people, because I think that we, that we, um, Owe it to ourselves to be more gentle with ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think we can be very hard on ourselves. Oh,
1: I can. I'm brutal to myself.
0: You don't need to be because you are so stinking precious.
1: (laughs) You really are. (laughs) I love when you tell me that. (laughs) Just the sweetest thing. It's true. The other day, um, I met with this girl who recently lost uh, her mom. Mm. And I told her, I said, look, I... I nobody's ever going to be able to take your mom's place. But if you ever need anything, like, you know, I will always be there for you. And I said one time I was calling, I called Janice. I said, I can tell you right where I was. I was crying. I was sitting right outside of like in a neighborhood right by Dallas Country Club. (laughs) And I called you and I was crying and I said, I just miss my mom sometimes and and i just wish sometimes i had like i had a mom and you were like tova i'll be your mom i'll do any i'd do anything for you and that just i mean that brought me so much comfort janice that you you'll never know what and i don't i i don't call on you probably as much as i want to or well you can I, anytime. i do know that but um but just knowing somebody has your back like that is so comforting you just bring that to so many people well to it, it's a it's
0: a privilege you know, and I just think that we just need somebody that has, that loves us. And sometimes as my mom said, sometimes you just need love with skin on it. Mm -hmm. And I loved that, Mm -hmm. you know, because we do, we're not, we're hard on ourselves and we need somebody just to say it's okay. Yeah. And you're really
1: good at that. You bring comfort to people in a way that you don't even know.
0: Well, that's so
1: nice. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll take the compliment. <laughs> uh, yes. So, after last week, and we talked about the life lessons, I thought it might be kind of fun for you and I to talk about what are our top five, which was a really hard thing to narrow it down. Oh
0: my gosh. Did you wasn't have a hard time? <laughs> it?
1: Yes. I could have had like hundreds. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was very difficult. I mean, even just smile. Like yeah. I even thought, yeah. But then I was like, okay, but that's not a top five. But like uh-huh. smiling at people, I think has just like making an effort to smile at people on a regular basis has changed. It I think it changes people's lives. Your day, well, it your changes mood. yourself
0: yeah. too because it it releases neurotransmitters. They did a study years ago about what happens to the brain when people smile and when people smile at other people and neurotransmitters the good ones you know go like the dopamine and serotonin and all that is elevated a little bit so it's worth it it's like taking a
1: pill mm. so <laughs> so I, I didn't make it but it just made it Upset <laughs> <Okay. at> set six <laughs> <laughs> and kevin
0: we mm. want yours too did you do it too
1: oh kev yes
2: I, I didn't do it. I'm sorry. I totally <laughs> forgot. I had a rough night last
1: night. You did. You were not feeling well. But you know what? We're probably going to have to do this in two episodes anyway. So you have yeah. time.
2: Well, I think I'm just then I'm going to be thinking of mine while we do today's okay. show. OK,
1: yeah. cool. And and if you have, you know, pipe in. Sure.
2: Yeah. In fact, yeah. I'll, I'll be writing this down.
1: This is so cute. He's so cute. <laughs> I
0: wish all of you guys could just see him right now. He's got a new hairdo, got a cut. Totally. And it's looking it's really, really cute. Little he really J, needed it. Little plaid shirt and tinnies and jeans.
2: Wow, that's like a perfect description. Uh huh. Yeah. Short hair, plaid shirt, tinnies and jeans. Really cute. Really
1: cute. So um these But are, not as cute as you, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Or you, Craig. <laughs>
2: Or as precious as Tova.
1: Or Janice. Or Elise. Least...
2: Oh,
1: yeah, good thinking. Good job. That was a nice save. Oh, um, gosh. Okay, so these are life lessons. I can only speak for myself that m- maybe I've learned along the way, not even just from my mistakes, but like just observing life around me. Mm-hmm. Is that her? where yours have come from, like a yes. collection of yes. things you've Experiences. observed, but also yes. huh. Okay. Sure. So I have no idea what your five are. And I yeah. told you before we started, I'm like giddy to hear this. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> um, but I think it'll be really fun. Um, okay. So why don't you start? You start with... Well,
0: I think... Uh, the first one that I that I wrote down was that forgiveness is the first essential step of loving self and others, and mm-hmm. that was that was a big lesson for me because I I kind of held resentments, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody didn't vote for me, I was kind of didn't like them very much, mm-hmm. and you know, if somebody was unkind to me, I kind of held on to that or or with friends it was it was difficult for me to just let go of what other people did and what i learned is that the the word forgiveness for me does not mean that it's just fine mm-hmm. i thought that's what that meant it was like okay well that's okay mm-hmm. never mind it's fine you know but i don't think that's what forgiveness is about i think forgiveness is about me letting myself disconnect from other people's behavior
1: Ooh, and that, that's so good
0: because I I walked around I, th- I think I've said this before is I was like the the tail on the dog's rear, you know. People were walking around, wagging me all over the place in my head, and I had to jump off the tail. Mm-hmm. My, uh, I had a an Al-Anon sponsor who said to me one time, you know, you're still chained to your ex-husband. It's like a ball and chain, and it's around your ankle because you have such a terrible resentment. One day, I had um, coffee with a guy who was also in a recovery program, and he said, you know, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous says you pray for 30 days like you're sitting at the table with God and you say, okay, God, uh, I, I want health, I want enough money, I want a relationship, I want friends, I want whatever it is you want. And then the person that you need to forgive walks in and there they are, and then you ask God to give them the same thing, mm. and He said, and in the big book it says, if you do that every day for thirty days, you will no longer resent them. Which a resentment is unforgiveness because it's a resentment. You re going over that in your brain. And then he looked at me and he said, you know, I don't know, 30 thirty days is going to do it for you. You're probably (laughs) going to need three to six months. So I literally did that every single day. I would wake up and I would picture myself sitting at the table with God and me asking God for these things. And then my ex-husband coming in and standing there and me asking that God give him the same thing. And then one day I kind of woke up and I was like, oh, I'm over that. I don't, some of the things that I did and that he did were not okay, mm-hmm. for sure. And, <clears throat> but I didn't, I wasn't on, I, I wasn't mad anymore. Mm because I let myself off the hook. Yes. So that was my that was my first one. I love that. And then I then I extend that same grace to myself. Mm-hmm. When I do something and I think, "Oh gosh, I slipped up or I said something in an unkind voice to someone," mm-hmm. then I'm like, "Okay, well, learn the lesson, throw away the experience, and let yourself off the hook
1: as well." It's so good, Janice. Y- you know, going through my divorce and 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 going having someone uh having that kind of pain and anger and hurt i never thought in a million years that i would be able to like truly forgive because I, and i think i think what you said about like it doesn't mean it's fine i think for me for so long, forgiveness meant, in some way, shape, or form, I was saying that the behavior was okay. Yes, yes, and that it's so powerful when you learn that that forgiving someone is not absolving, or not not saying that what somebody did to you or to your children or to your spouse or you know, whatever, wherever the pain. It's not, it doesn't mean their behavior was okay. It just means you're not going to carry it around anymore.
0: Right, right. You just wrap it up and leave it on the, it's kind of like picking up your dogs, you know what? Yeah. You know, you put it in the baggie and you throw it in the trash and then you go on.
1: Yeah, yeah. One thing that you really taught me as well that was so powerful is, um, and if I butcher this because you always say things so much better than me, but... Other people's bad behavior is is very rarely personal. <laughs> right. You know, They're it, not doing it to you. They're not they're doing, it doing it to you. They're just doing it. Yes. And it affects you. And it affects you. Yeah. So a bomb goes off in their life, shrapnel flies, sh- the shrapnel hits you, and it hurts. And you can't deny that it hurts. But but it's their bomb. Yeah. It's their shit yeah. that... that uh, it's not because you're a bad wife or you're a terrible mom, or I mean, it's not personal. No. And we take other people's behaviors and decisions so
0: personal. Well, and hence the saying, take offense. I take offense at what you did. So that means that I have the choice. I picture like a salt and pepper shaker. I can take the salt off the table and salt the heck out of my food, or I, cannot, I can leave it alone. Mm-hmm. And so when I take offense, that's about me. And that's yeah. where all of that, when, when I really understood that, it doesn't mean that I'm not sad or angry about mm-hmm. something that somebody does, but I just don't take it on. I don't, because there's nothing in the world I can do about it. Right. And it keeps me all stirred up and angry and feeling like a victim. And if I'm going to act like a victim, then I'm going to be victimized. You can just, but when I worked with criminals, they said, "I could, one of them said one day, he said, Janice, I can drive down the street and pick out the person that I'm going to rob or assault because they, they're acting like a victim. They're walking around looking around. So, you know, mm. when I act like a victim, hold on, Bessie, because something might be coming. Wow. That yeah, is it was so fascinating. Very interesting.
1: Mm. That is very fascinating. Yeah. Well, I I did not have forgiveness on my list, but I love that it, it was on yours because Good. that is a powerful freeing. And forgiveness is freedom. It is for yourself. hmm For yourself. Yeah. Um. Okay, so my number one, and these are in no particular order. We did five, but it doesn't mean number yes. one's my most important. Um, that would just be so hard. <laughs> it's oh, already possible.
0: <laughs> it's already so hard. We're going to do this for the next 52 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: it's so true. <laughs> um, okay, so my number one is spend time defining your values and gifts and then create a purpose statement for your life. Oh, and then lean into it and never apologize for the calling on your life. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm not going to come up
2: with anything this profound.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's, it's only been in the last year that I've done this, but it's been such a, a profound and life changing and life defining experience for me. And it gives me purpose and direction. Um, so one thing that I the Stegan program that I went went through they one of the things that you do is you create your values so I mean there's a bazillion things that we value right in life. You know, I value friendships and travel and honesty and integrity and truth and fun. And, but like, if I had to say, what are my top five? So they force you to hone in mm-hmm. on your top five and then every single week for 52 weeks, you're held accountable. So accountable for working towards those values
0: or are acting out those values Acting out those values. Okay, I like that. Yes.
1: Does. Interesting. Does my behavior. Do I walk the talk? Does my behavior back up what I say? So I say I value family, but if I never spend time with my family, then I got to look at that. Oh, I love that. Mm hmm. If I say I value truth, but I lied five times this week, uh-huh. do I is that really one of my values, uh-huh. or do I just need to get my shit together and and be more honest? So, it's a really uh, it was an amazing experience. And then and then you do these strengths finders and gifts, and uh-huh. and then you create this purpose statement for your life. And your purpose statement can evolve; it can change. You know, in two years, my purpose statement might be different. But today. My, Tova Cedo's purpose statement is: My purpose is to bring hope and healing to others through the love of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Actually, just say Jesus, because I think Christ is like redundant. Everybody knows who Jesus <laughs> is. <Yeah. laughs> um, so he's pretty popular every yeah, <laughs> every day or every week. I can. Or if I get asked to do something, or if I get asked to, like, I can say, is that, am I living into my purpose? Mm -hmm. And if I'm not, then I just need to throw that away. Mm -hmm. Like this, the remedy is totally leaning into my purpose. And being a good mom is totally leaning into my purpose. And being a good friend, you know. Things I do lean into my purpose. That's so good. We Read it again, will you? The, the words that you wrote oh, down sure. about that. sure, sure. Okay, spend time defining your values and gifts, and then create a purpose statement for your life, and lean into and never apologize for that calling on your life. Okay, love that, love that. You know, don't you think women apologize too much?
0: Oh for sure. I think especially southern women. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I, then they go then they,
0: I hate to tell you this and I'm really sorry but yeah. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think I think I'm sorry is is think about that. I I don't really say I'm sorry. I say I apologize cuz I'm sorry. I mean in uh, what I hear is I'm a sorry individual.
1: Mm. So I say I
0: apologize that I
1: Oh, I like that.
0: Was unkind or whatever.
1: Cute little Anna Pryn used to apologize about everything. Oh. I mean, every sorry, sorry. And I mean, you could hear it in her. And I said, one time I said, baby, stop apologizing. The only time I want to hear you say I'm sorry is if you have compromised your integrity. That's Uh it. I don't want you to say, if you accidentally step on somebody's toe you did not compromise your integrity. Oh my gosh, I stepped on your toe. Did I hurt you? Mm-hmm. I did not mean to do that, but don't apologize. Like we're, we are sorry way too. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And it it's, it
0: sounds weak, Well, you know, when you think in terms of am I building myself up or am I building myself down Mm -hmm. or am I tearing myself down? And I am responsible for my Mm self-image. So if I walk around, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean when you when I just that second said that, I felt myself shrinking. Yeah. You did shrink. I kinda shrink. sat down mm-hmm. in my body. Mm-hmm. So if I say, Oh my gosh, I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. That was not what I wanted to say. That was not the tone of voice I wanted to use. You know, I don't I don't <coughs> shrink in
1: that. So and so good. I
0: think those words are very powerful.
1: Yeah. That's really good. I've never heard that. You haven't, Mm-mm, but I really like it good. Yeah. I'm, I'm never going to say I'm sorry again, <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> but when you I do, you are not sorry, girlfriend, <laughs> you know, I think, I think, you know, we're too women apologize for being too loud, too much, too emotional, too. I mean, the first thing a women, a woman usually says when she starts to cry is "I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't yeah. know why I'm crying. Why are you apologizing? Yeah, you're crying because you are sad. Yes, cry, feeling something. Yeah. Why are we so apologetic? Kind of mm-hmm. knock that off. Yeah, we do. Um, okay,
0: you're number two. Kev, do you have anything, or are you going to wait? I'm going to wait. Okay.
2: I want to make sure it sounds really smart the way you all do. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's someone to proofread mine. <laughs> Uh,
0: my second one is the power of gratitude Mm. Uh, my precious dad had this this i think it was a chuck swindoll something that said it was the power of gratitude or attitude of gratitude that's what it was and my dad used to just have say it all the time and what i have learned is that You know, when I am in gratitude, I cannot be depressed. Mm. So if I wake up in a low mood, then one of the first things I try to do is come up with five things for which I'm really grateful. And sometimes it's, you know the guys that are blowing the leaves out of my yard, or Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for my kitchen countertop. I really like that island. I love your island. (laughs) You know, so there are things like that, that are my children or my grandchildren or something, because it's just pretty impossible to be in gratitude and to feel depressed at the same time. And, um, you know, the The circumstances, I believe that the circumstances of my life are a reflection of my beliefs. And so when I am feeling low, my mantra is everywhere I look, I see the beautiful and miraculous. So that everywhere you look, like I'm sitting here looking at this keyboard thing or what's that electronic thing called a mixer a mixer <laughs> of
2: course. Or a console I,
0: I have a mixer but it does not look like that <laughs> um but you know you look at that with all of those 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 get those buttons on it and all mm-hmm. of that that's miraculous mm-hmm. you know it's, it's a true. miracle that you and I are sitting here together you, I mean so when I really focus on that or the beauty right now the leaves mm-hmm. are so amazing that it is it is it's wonderful yeah it's miraculous it is
1: miraculous
0: because it's the change of the dying of those leaves it means that they're going to come back green and that's going to be beautiful or the flowers so that if I can make it myself go into
1: gratitude I'm gonna feel better it's so good I I I love that you have this on your list too because it's something I practice every single day and I know that it makes a difference in my life. Oh, I know. So Tova,
0: when you yes, when you went through that very, very, very difficult time in your life when you lost children, mm-hmm. did did you know about gratitude? Did anybody because I would think at that point in time, it would be so difficult to be,
1: have anything that you, for which you could be grateful. I had, I did not have a practice of gratitude the way that I do now. Like uh-huh. I have a gratitude journal that I uh-huh. keep every uh-huh. single day and mm-hmm. it's a really important part of my life. And, and like you, I find gratitude in the big things, like often it's my, the love in my home or craig or um
2: you're a nature person too
1: oh i love nature yeah money in the bank i'm so grateful for for that um i'm grateful for but i'm also like the leaves changing my Mm -hmm. cup of coffee my amazing pillowcase my silky pillowcase that natalie mcguire gave me oh i love it so much natalie will you let me know where you got that (laughs) it's called slip oh i love that it makes your it's supposed to make your wrinkles not be oh
0: Is it too late?
1: <laughs> no. No. Wasn't she
2: on the show one time? No. Uh, Maybe
0: I need to sit on one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Naked. For your sagging hiney. Back to the haney hiney. That's what I used to call it. <laughs>
1: Because your maiden name, or you, well, married, your married name. My first
0: husband's last name was it's Haney. Haney. <laughs> yes,
1: because it's your children's maiden name. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And my granddaughter's <laughs> name is Haney. <laughs> oh, <which I> <laughs> You're Haney, Haney. <laughs> Somehow it always goes back to Janice's sagging Haney. It does. <laughs> and so It always I, comes to that. I am wondering,
0: maybe I should. Send a note to Kim Even Kardashian. when you're
1: not
0: here, <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Uh-huh. And ask her exactly what she did to blow that thing up. I don't because think can it. I don't think I can. My jeans wouldn't fit. I don't think you want that. <laughs> what would Tom do? Tom, oh, Tom wouldn't know what to do. would not know what to do with it. He's too innocent uh-huh. for a Kardashian, I think. Hiney. I think one day I said to him, what do, you, what do you think it would be like if I had that rear? And he said, I said, what do you think it would be? Like for me for that to have that rear, and he said, probably lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning he's gone. <laughs> That's such a great
1: answer. Uh-huh. It was perfect.
2: It's but a very it cartoonish is. look. Yeah, I'm not a huge <laughs> it fan.
1: It is, it's so weird. Like, mm-hmm. why would you do that? I don't know. It's just more to fall in the future. <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> or what That's if it explodes?
1: Like a boob,
0: yeah, <laughs> like an implant. You have one side <laughs> that's flat.
1: Seriously, okay. I'm telling you, we're... there's
2: ass implants in there.
1: Yeah. That's oh yeah, weird.
0: All right, that's we're so slipping. Weird. Okay, yeah, <laughs>
1: sorry. Back to life lessons. <laughs> don't get one of those. <laughs> okay, okay. Wrap your brain around what you got. Shifting Jen.
2: gears from ass implants.
1: <laughs> okay, I don't know how we got that, but you asked me about gratitude. Uh huh. And I, I, so I didn't have a practice at the time, but can tell you, I had this strange awareness and keen, keen awareness of how lucky I was to have ever had them in the first place.
0: Oh, that's so amazing. I
1: it That had to have been a God thing. Oh my gosh. Because I never, I never felt I was so sad that they died, but I never... I never felt ungrateful. I never felt ungrateful. I was so grateful. Well, you know, the amazing
0: thing about that, I cannot imagine that. I'm, I'm so impressed with you were able to recognize that. But you know what's so cool about that, and it kind of goes into one of mine that I'll get to later, but um, but that that feeling, that love that you had for those babies, Gave you an experience of love that you were able to transfer to the kids that you have now. So you had a taste of that. Mm-hmm. And that could have been that driving force.
1: I yeah, never know? thought about that. Which is really such a gift. And what's so interesting about you saying that, Janice, is after I lost Charlie and Louisa, you know, my only dream, and you know this, was to ever, ever be a mom. Yeah. I mean, I now I have lots of other dreams, but... Like, my number one dream in life was to have children and to be a mom. It To me, the, it was the ultimate. And, and so to have that taken away and to lose that dream after I lost my children was very difficult. And people would often say, well, you know, what are you going to do? Could you adopt? Could you get a sperm donor? Could you right. blah, blah, blah. Egg donor. And I was like, uh, I really... I really took offense to those suggestions because Uh in my mind, there's no way there was no way that I could ever adopt and love, love those children, my adopted children, the way I loved my biological children. And you know how death goes. You you've been around the block enough to know that there's something strange that happens when someone dies. Well, first of all, my children never pissed me off. Right. You know, they were eight months. So they never (laughs) talked back to me. Uh They were just perfect, like truly perfect. And so they, so I had that. And then, you know, when somebody dies, there's something strange that happens. Like the only thing you remember is the good. Yeah. Like my mom, she drove me bat shit crazy Mm -hmm. and she could be, terrible. And yet now that she's gone, I miss her terribly. Uh Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, and and I long for those good parts. And those are the only parts I remember or see or miss. And, uh, or if you break up with someone, you know, you, you're (laughs) kind of nostalgic about, what it was like, and da da, da You forget the bad. Yeah, oh, that's why I have people
0: make definitely. a list of yep. the 10 most awful things that they experienced if they get out of a bad relationship and read it over and over and over again because we go back into that fantasy.
2: Yes. I feel like as soon as you break up with someone who you've been with for a while and then like you're seeing pictures of them somewhere, some, you're like, God, they've never been better looking than <laughs> they are right now. It's like, why is that? <laughs> uh,
1: yes. But to all to say... I mean, I love I love my adopted children every single bit as much yeah. as I ever loved Charlie and Louisa, which I never even when I was adopting them I never thought that it would be possible. I loved them, but you know it was all new, and I thought I love them, and they'll fill this need for me, and I'll fill this need for them, and you know we'll both kind of win in this situation, but I never thought in a million years that I would truly just have that that crazy motherly love.
0: I mean, that's a miracle. I mean, it that's is. where love is truly holy.
1: Yeah, that's such a good thing to say. It's so true. Um, I want you to go into the one that you said that it, it kind of goes with... You can go. We can come back to me again, but if it, if you have one that kind of goes with what we were talking about.
0: Well, it's, uh, well, it's about, well, it's kind of my last one. Okay. I want to to save it because I think it all blends in together. Okay. Perfect. Um, so my, my third one is abuse is abuse and is never okay. Mm. And I'm talking about verbal abuse, which includes screaming at somebody which I used to do a lot of, and I'm, ugh, oh, makes me kind of makes my stomach hurt. But um, physical abuse, <laughs> I include spanking in that. I know there'll be people who will disagree with me about that, and that's okay. Yep. But I do believe that that's abuse. I do. Um, too. I think that emotional abuse is withholding love from people, um, in spe- especially in your family. Or rolling your eyes, that's emotional abuse, not not nurturing your children is withholding nurturing from your children because they uh, may have acted out is abusive. So sarcasm. Sarcasm is verbal abuse. Yep. It comes from the Greek word sarcaso which means to tear the flesh and and I you know I've talked about this before I was so good at that I had to give that up and I was kind of sad but <laughs> it's not it's not kind. <laughs> and um and so verbal abuse, name calling, mm-hmm. telling people they're stupid uh is abuse and it's just not okay. And physical. Yeah from you know adult to adult so um i believe that spiritual abuse is i i want to be careful about this i think that spiritual abuse in my opinion and people may disagree is me thinking i know what the right spiritual choice is for other people to Mm -hmm. make Mm. and i don't i don't believe i know that i believe that that has to be come from a calling from within so but so abuse is abuse and and I think a lot of times what we will do I remember I used to be pretty unkind to my first husband and And I justified it because of something he may have done or may not have done. And I had to really learn to not do that. So I need to be accountable for that, my own abuse towards others, and receiving abuse. And I am here to say to people, if you are being abused in your relationship. Get some help for that yeah. because it's not okay. And some of the mo- more covert forms of abuse, which can be emotional and spiritual and um, even verbal, yeah. like a sigh or rolling the eyes, some of that is is can be very covert. And that is the the really tough abuse to
1: confront. I think that abuse. You know, when I first heard you say. Ab- you know, when I was talking to you about something person, you know, that was going on in my life and you were like, well, that's abuse. It, mm-hmm. I was like, Whoa, like abuse is a big word. And yet I would venture to guess, and I'm not minimizing it because there's nothing minimal about it, but I would venture to guess that at some point, all of us have not only experienced abuse, but we have been, uh, we have abused. We, I have been, I have, I have, verbally abused people yes and i have and and those things and I, i've had religious abuse and emotional abuse and it happened to me you know and so <clears throat> and we need to fix those things we do and one that i left
0: out is sexual abuse mm-hmm. and that's mandating that a partner have be sexual mm-hmm. when they don't want to it is talking to children or adolescents about body changes. Like if, you know, a man talks about the friends of a daughter or daughter's breast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of different forms of sexual abuse also. Mm-hmm. Children hearing their parents uh, be sexual with one another is a form of sexual abuse. So you want to be careful with yeah, that. But anyway,
1: so yeah. and And I do, so all to say, I love that you said get help because if you're experiencing that in your life, in your relationship, in your marriage, in your parenting, it can change. Oh, yeah, you can get better. You can people it, people can change. People they can. can get out of those behaviors, and it and and you know you know abuse on any level. It's like. Even like the like you said, like the sigh of a sigh or a rolling of the eyes. It, to me, it's like death by a thousand paper cuts. Yes, it, it, it will, or saying something that is so below the belt and, and you can't unsay it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I've tried really hard to teach my kids that. Like, you never want to say something below the belt that you can't because un- you can't unsay it. Right, like, people do not forget. They do not forget yeah. if, you go, if you go there.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: And so I really, I really like that you said that one. And, and, and if you need help or you're in one of those relationships and you need help, call Janice and I. Yeah. Because we can, we can find you the help yes. to get better and to make, it, make a difference. And, you know, you can see in a person – abuse i can
0: oh yeah because their body is just it's it's curved it's yep. concave yeah because they, they've been they're small hunched
2: well, you mean so someone who's been abused not someone who's abusive that's right okay
1: that's right
0: yeah a lot of times the abuser is hard to identify because they can be very charming
1: and confident and appear confident. to be very confident yes yes and domineering and charm like you said yeah yeah that's why abuse is so difficult to pinpoint God so hard. And I mean, I have been in shock at some of the people that I would have never guessed that were either being abused or the abuser. Right. It. It's not always obvious.
0: No, they don't come across always as a bully.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, in my book, um, I, I have a lot of information about abuse in there to identify it. Pia Melody from the Meadows has, did such a great job of identifying the different areas or aspects of each individual type of abuse. So, and she—if uh, you you could probably even just Google Pia Melody's definition of abuse, and it would probably come up. But um, it, it helps for people to know that because I never knew that sarcasm was abusive. Yeah. Until she told me that. How, why would
1: you, you know?
0: Yeah. All my uncles were sarcastic. My dad was kind of sarcastic. I mean, they're, and everybody, everybody laughs at sarcasm except the person that's on the receiving end. And even if they laugh, they're not feeling laughter. They're feeling
1: like that felt like a jab. Yeah. And that, like I said, it's just death by a thousand paper Yeah, cuts. it is. That's yeah, a if, great if definition. If you're pretending
2: to laugh, it's just because you don't want them to see you bleed.
1: Oh, that's mm. so you don't, right. It really Very is, because you just don't want to feel embarrassed. That's right. <laughs> Dang.
2: So oh. you laugh, like, oh, I don't care, but inside you're like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah,
1: you shrink. You yeah, shrink do. down one more time. For sure. Yeah. I was trying to find Pia Melody, uh, Definition of Abuse, but I couldn't find it. Uh, but I think I'm going to Google that. I want to that. Yeah, read I do. Um, okay, so my next one is uh, you can't go wrong if your top 3 priorities are God, your spouse, and your children. Done. Yeah. So what if you don't awesome. have kids? What
2: do you pop in that third spot? What? what if you don't have kids? What do you, you put No.
0: <laughs> you could put me in there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Toba and Janice. Yes.
2: <laughs> Spouse, God, and Janice.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: Why don't we just say in the remedy is the third one? Uh, so I don't want to leave Toba.
1: Okay, Thanks. that's good. Thanks, <laughs> Kev. <Kath>. You're welcome. <laughs> I um, you know, when I get out of whack, it's because this is out of whack. Mm-hmm. Um, either I'm not connecting with God the way that I want mm-hmm. to or need to, I'm not connecting with with my significant other in the way that i want to or need to and i'm not connecting with my children the Mm -hmm. way if one of these beats is off Mm -hmm. i can't play the song Mm
0: -hmm. i love it it's true Mm -hmm. it really is and when you are a grandmother your grandchildren are in there too Mm -hmm. and it and they i mean the focus on those
1: aspects are bring the most joy too yeah totally and 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 when, when you are a parent and when you are a grandparent and, or you're a child or you're a grandchild and you're not a priority in your parents' life or in your grandparents' life, let me tell you, it's it's really hurtful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's really, really, really hurtful. I, uh, I don't get that. It's really hard for me to understand how people can not do that. And and I think you got to get it back aligned. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I think you can only truly be your happiest, best version of yourself when these three things are I in agree. alignment.
0: I love putting in that, in that format too, because that's pretty easy to remember, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that that gives you a structure. And like you were just talking about earlier, kind of a format for where you want to put your focus. Yep. Yeah, like it. Thanks, Janice. Sure, toe.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, we probably need to make this our last one, depending on how long we go. Just because you you have to counsel someone in twenty three minutes.
0: Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my fourth one is identify your joy, and go get it without shame. And Ooh. what I put in this was family. Shoes. <laughs> I love it. Kevin. <laughs> Handbags. <laughs> Kevin and luxury vacations. Nice. <laughs> love it. I and love that it. is just probably very surface, but I but my family I would put my friendships in there also with my family the people in my life that I that I really like mm-hmm. bring me an amazing amount of joy and I used to feel really guilty about liking some of those things and uh, or I don't even anymore having some of even those things even having some of those things I remember sitting I was getting my hair highlighted one day and this girl was uh Sitting across from me and she had on the coolest boots ever. And I was looking at them and I was thinking, Oh, I want those boots, I want those boots. And then I could tell by looking at some letters that were on that boot, <laughs> on those boots that they were not cheap. So after I got my hair done, I went to North Park and went to the store that had and with, they with had, the letters. With the letters, and they had those boots. And they were expensive, and I um, I had been putting money away for 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 those sort of things those extravagant things and um and so I, I implemented the 48 hour rule that I gave myself 48 hours to see if I really really wanted them great plan and I did <laughs> so I went to buy them and every time I wear them, they make me very happy and I don't and I don't have many of those pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, some of the ones that I bought in the past, I can't wear anymore. I should give them to you because the okay. heels are too high. I'll wear them. What size do you wear? Eight. Oh, no, I'm six.
1: Oh, peanut, <laughs> <Cinderella>. peanut feet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, uh, but I think that it's where, so I think what you are careful about or what I'm careful about is not spending money that I don't have, mm. not charging up a bunch of credit card bills, yep. those sort of things, because those are stressors that would make me nervous and unhappy. And it's not how I want to live my life. Not joyful, not joyful, but I want, but I do think that if some of those things like a vacation. An indulgence or some of those things bring you joy. Go for it, yeah. and don't feel shame about it. Mm. I love that we get to determine how our our money is going to be spent towards abundance, however that looks, mm-hmm. without judgment. Mm-hmm. So um, those some of those things really do make me happy, and you know, I have five really nice handbags and I've got five granddaughters so they'll all be thrilled when I transition on <laughs> to that mall in the sky <laughs> and I figure okay I don't need any more of those handbags anymore cuz I've got one for each of my granddaughters <laughs> That's so cute but you know but it I so I do that is one of my life lessons because I used to beat myself up so bloody for even wanting some of those things. Wow. Why? I don't know. Well, I think my dad was pretty conservative financially, and he would say things a lot like money doesn't grow on trees, you know? And I mean, he was successful, but he wasn't, you know, wildly successful, but we took we took vacations now when after we left home, my mother kind of had some of them or maybe I got what some of that stuff from my mother because my mother loved to travel and my father kind of got worn out with it and and my mother's therapist said we well, just pack your bags and go Josie and so <laughs> she started doing that and he hopped on that bandwagon with her but I think it was it was um I felt guilty for having enough money to have those things mm. I, I mean, and that's just a shame based, yeah. I, didn't, I don't deserve it. I think some of that came from, I remember sitting in church and those missionaries would stand in front with that bad hair and sensible <laughs> shoes. And I would just pray that God didn't send me to Africa to be a missionary. <laughs> no, you
1: do not want <laughs> to be a I missionary.
0: In no, no, no. But there was some shame. And I think that was just historical mentality a little bit that if you were righteous, You were better off to be poor and righteous, you know? Mm. And I think it's not money that, it's the love of money that, the love that goes above others financially. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. No. That's just a value. And that was a lesson for me to be able to enjoy some of those aspects of
1: abundance. I love that. I love that because I so believe that too. I don't, you know, I do think that money, just like, so many other things in our lives can bring sin and, I, you know, idolization, whatever that word sure. is, and we can obsess about it and it can overtake you. And Exactly. Um, but I, I believe, I mean, I believe that God wants, when he says abundance, I don't think he's just talking about money, I think, but I don't think he's not talking about money. Me neither. And I... Oh my gosh. And and you know what? If I had if I had like a ton of money, I would ha- I would want to share it with yes. I would want to take everybody on vacation the way you do and get to. And I mean I've told my kids if we spend money on anything, mm-hmm. it's gonna be experiences together. Yeah. And I mean I don't I don't ever feel bad. I don't ever feel bad. That's about, good. I mean, not that I'm so great, but uh, But I, I love that you brought that up because I think a lot of people who are listening, especially women Uh have, you know, they think it's bad if they want that thing or they are apologetic or they hide, you know, what they're doing or where they're going or how expensive something is because they're embarrassed. Well, and a
0: lot of people believe that they don't deserve it, whereas I believe that Everybody deserves it, and some people have more than others, mm-hmm. and that's I none to of that. my none of my business. Yeah, I think we all deserve more. Yeah, me too. I really do. I do too.
1: I do. <laughs> and I'm. I, I think we should have mantras about it and be very unapologetic about it. Me and I too. love the word joy that you used. I think it's you know we need to unapologetically live out our joy. Yeah. So. I love it. Okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna let everybody go. You have 16 minutes to get your booty home. Cool. <laughs> and we'll pick up next week. I only I only got two in. And you got three, right? Yes. So yes. We have five more. Good. And plus and Kevin's. And Kevin's. Yes. I can't I will, wait. I will make sure. I we have cannot that wait either. I can't either. So we'll be <laughs> back next week with the uh with the continuation. And one thing I wanted to say real quick, you can keep the music going, Kev. Okay. Um is you and I, I know with COVID, we've had to like shut down and we haven't been able to do our seminars or speaking as much and, but you can, even though the numbers are not going down, in fact, no. they've just been going up. I know. Um, I do wanna say it's something that you and I are, I just wanna put that out in the universe that we are speaking, we are Zooming, we are, um, we, we want to, get back to having seminars and workshops and um, and we're excited about it
0: yes we're really excited about it so and it may be a while before we all get together <laughs> actually face to face but we will. Yeah. Captain's on the bridge. Captain's Don't forget. Captain's
1: on the bridge. Remember that today, especially <laughs> with
0: Election Day. <laughs> yes. Because there are going to be oh. people who are disappointed and people who are happy, but the captain is on the bridge. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I,
1: I love that poem. Me it's, too. it's so good. So, anyway, I'm excited about where we're going and what we're doing. And I know a lot of people who are on committees and boards and all that stuff listen. And so, if If Janice and I could ever help you, we want to. We love that stuff. Okay, y'all have an amazing week.